Gaming is an adventure. You can delve into the deepest sea or soar above the highest mountain. You can become the hero, slay dragons, or rule entire civilizations. You can do this all alone or with the fellowship of the best companions. So what do you say? Are you ready to go on an adventure? This is the Gaming Adventure Club Podcast. Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Gaming Adventure Club Podcast. This week, we're talking about Amazon Game Studios having some problems, uh, Sony buying a bit of Epic, and Ubisoft Forward shows us how a video game showcase is done. But first, I am Manny G once again, and with me, as always, is the TX Andy Man. What's up? Totally and, muted myself. Yes, you were <laughs> muted. <laughs> I'm here, Manny. I'm I'm here. I'm welcome, here. welcome. The responsible one has arrived. Oh yes, thank you for coming. <laughs> this is not true. Definitely I'm not appreciate the it. Hey, Manny. Oh, how's, how's my friend doing, dude? Well, this week my my gaming adventures for the week have consisted of dibbling and dabbling in uh, World of Crap War War. I can't say yeah. it right. I can't say Bad it because I'm so ashamed. World yeah. of Warcraft. Mm-hmm. And I've been having a good time doing that. Uh, just uh, I've accomplished most of the things that I went back to accomplish. Mm-hmm. So I might be taking a break here soon, or I might just you know sell the farm, go all out, and burn all the rest of my games. One of the two. I'm not sure <laughs> which. One of the two. Well, look, you along with a few of the uh, adventurers in our club. Mm. We're already plotting on how you're going to lure me into the the oh, Warcraft yeah, universe. Dude. You and Drop and uh, and Nick are like, yeah. oh, no, no, have them do this first. Or, or you could just have them do this other thing. Anyways, I, I don't know what you guys are talking about, but I just could hear the sinisterness, uh-huh. <laughs> the, the evil in your, <laughs> your voice. Yeah, we, we have to uh, plot carefully. To, mm-hmm. to make sure it's like, you know, if you only have a couple seeds, you want to make sure that uh, your ground is well fertilized before you yes. plant them. Yeah. Make I sure feel like I'm, of yeah, water. I will. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're going to mm. get you, Andy. We're going to. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm, I mean, it's going to be a good time. And uh, it's going to be, you know, a, the, consent. The, 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 as long as you have call, consent, it's fine. They, I was, I was going to say, I don't know, Manny. They call this, <laughs> you know, in some circles, they call this grooming just saying. <laughs> there, there is an, an initiation, Andy. Uh, I hope you're okay with getting punched in the stomach a couple times. And, Ooh, um, yeah. Blood in, blood out. Yeah, duct oh, tape, all kinds of stuff. But, well, uh, well dude, good deal. Well, what about you, man? How about how have your uh, this week in gaming adventure sauce with Andy? How's, how's that going this week, dude? It's it's good, dude. It's good. Uh, yeah. We, you know, it's been it's been uh, probably my, the cra- as crazy as my weeks have sounded in the past. Uh-huh. Yeah, I always manage to like sneak in at like an hour here and there before I go to work or something like that. So it seemed like I was still able to kind of get a little gaming in. But this last week has been uh, a little crazier in that I've, I've just been busy with. A lot of things all of a sudden. My wife's got some family mm. coming over, so there was a lot of painting and caulking. And, oh, yeah. Uh, but like a major part of the house. We had been painting the, the mm-hmm. house in pieces, like one boy's room and then my other boy's room and then the, their bathroom and then the laundry room. So small rooms, really. But this time yeah. we went all out, dude. We did the game room, the hallway, and the kitchen. So, dude. Oh, man. Yeah, it was like an ordeal. And then, of course, work. Yeah. I had to put a few classes together. So there have been some nights that I've, I've just missed gaming, you know? Mm-hmm. I didn't, I didn't even yeah. jump on, but I was able to accomplish some things. Uh, interestingly enough, there was some monster hunter in my life on both the PC and the, uh, Xbox. Oh, oh. by the way, we missed last week. We should tell people that. Oh, we missed yeah. last week. We're sorry. My bad. Between Manny's inter- internet and my schedule, I was not going to, I was going to be absent this weekend anyway. Mm. Um, and I think the plan was for you to maybe either do solo or get a fill in. And yeah. Your internet yeah. promptly decided to just quit on us. So mm-hmm. good time happens <laughs> to, to way more frequently than I'd like. 
But uh, anyway, but oh, so I was saying, Monster Hunter, they gave yeah. they gave away the best decorations on the planet Earth on the planet Monster Hunter. Uh, there were it's like a full six days of like every day that in your mm-hmm. daily rewards they were going to give you um one of the um the beefy decorations you know the level yeah. I guess it's a four slot decoration which gives you like double or it gives you multiple uh skills yeah but these particular ones that they were dropping were like super low drop rates man they it was an um expert four uh decoration which gives you two slots of the uh critical eye uh skill which is one of the best ones there that sounds and and a an attack four jewel which is like a unicorn jewel man you know you've talked in wow about some items that are like impossible to get this Mm -hmm. attack four jewel is impossible to get you can't get it there's no way to get it And while, um, Critical Eye and, and whatnot, uh, the crit gems scale better, they, with the, uh, introduction of some of like the agitator skills and whatnot, mm-hmm. the attack, the attack jewels have also, uh, thrown themselves in a mix and there are a lot of really good top tier builds. In fact, like best builds that utilize multiple level four attack jewels. Of which I had zero. So now at least I have one. <laughs> and, uh, and hopefully I can get a second one, which is unless, unless Capcom decides to give us another one. I don't know how that's going to happen, man. I've mm. been farming that game for so long and yeah. not a single attack for Jewel until they decided to just give me one. So I guess that's how you fix the drop rates, man. You just let everyone have one. I guess so, man. It's such a weird thing because if you increase the drop rates and everyone gets them, people start losing a reason to farm. Interesting. But if you don't pass those things out and no one ever experiences those types of builds, Mm -hmm. then people are going to just quit and just say, well, I I can never get what I'm looking for. Such a fine line, man. It it really is. We've talked about that. But in any case, that is, that's been my life. I've been playing with a lot of the, like I said, the adventurers. So mm-hmm. shout out to all the friends that I've had a chance to play with this week. Nick and and uh, Drop and, of course, Matt's always in the mix. Alex, my boy Alex. Yeah. Uh, and then and then we made a new friend today, Manny. We just talked about it. This uh, meteor. Me- me- not meaty like meat, but, you know, meteor like, like a falling a star. Like yeah, a steak. Like a, <laughs> yeah. Dude, I steaks like are steak. delicious, man. Steaks are yes, tasty. I love steaks. But anyway, Fantastic, that's it, Manny. Dude. Well, Do hey, we man. have a show we need to get to? I think so, dude. This week had right. some cool stuff to offer. A little bit from last week since we missed. But, uh, but yes. let's jump into this. Uh, first off, Amazon Game Studios, dude, they are having the worst time releasing video yeah. games. I don't know what's going on over there, buddy. Who knew that video games were hard? They weren't yes. just... Sorry, Jeff Bezos. You can't take <laughs> over every aspect of the world no at least at least not uh not in a like a fast track type scenario because these things take time they do man but first up from amazon game studios uh their Mm. their game crucible it was uh well, well let's just check out this article from the verge Amazon-owned game studio Relentless is putting its free-to-play shooter Crucible back into a closed beta state after admitting it launched the game before it was ready. In a blog post dun, dun, dun. published Tuesday, uh, franchise lead uh, Colin uh, Johansson uh, says mm-hmm. the focus is now on providing the best possible experience for our players as we continue to make the game better. Wow, what a great Pause. perspective. Pause. Yes. Pause. Pause. Should that not have been the plan, like, from the get-go? <laughs> like, just like, hey, I want to make a game, but you know what? I want to provide the best possible experience for our players as we make this mm. game better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, and nope. so that quote, uh, just to finish that, and so the game will be reverted back to a pre-release state so they're unreleasing the game to give the studio the space to make changes and plan a more robust launch. 
Andy, this is mm. ridiculous. Like crazy. It, it It is. It is because, you know, we are who we are, right? We're, we're pretty, you know, uh, we're fickle. Game gamers, right? We're we're sure. pretty fickle because Why on not? the one hand, we have you know, uh, uh, CD Projekt Red, who yeah. basically is like, yo, yes, no, push back, do this, do that. But they have a lot of goodwill, right? And so we're so much more willing to extend them some grace because of that. But then Amazon, who's like the behemoth that is it that it is, decides we're going to jump into this gaming uh, universe and. Uh, it, it, they just like to watch them fall in their face, you know. So it's it's almost like it's fun to just jab at them a little bit. But the reality mm. is, look, certainly, uh, and we've seen it time and time again, right? Like these games, these these universes that are that are promised to us, and then when we get them in our hands, they're like they they're just n- not even a shadow of what we thought they were going to be, right? In many yeah. cases. Mm-hmm. But then on the other hand, dude, like, is it the worst thing ever for, you know, if let's say Anthem, which we like yeah. to pick on, but purely sure. because we had such high hopes for that game. Yeah, we bought if it. If Anthem had released. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, dude. Yes. If yeah, Anthem we have had a right released, to criticize. We gave them money. And we did in the beta. <laughs> yeah. And and then then we're like, oh, eh, ooh, you know, pitchforks and, uh-huh. you know, torches. Uh and they said, oh my gosh, we're so sorry. This is terrible. You're right. We're going to unrelease it, right? And fix it mm-hmm. and, and spend more time tweaking it before we go full on release. We didn't get that with them, right? We got full on release. Oh, no, no, it's great. Really, we promise. And then we hated it. And then realistically, we're probably never going to see that game again, right? Yeah. Because, I mean, so in this case... Unless they completely give up on this game, mm-hmm. I mean, is it the worst thing ever for them to take it off? You know the the <laughs> the release status. If if no one, I don't know if if they actually sold copies or not, but and then take it back to the drawing board. I mean, it might be it might be good for the game, right? Hopefully, but I don't know. Well, those are those are my thoughts. There's it. They really had no choice because it's a multiplayer game. No one was playing it. The game had completely failed. So it's either, okay, we're done, pack up our things and close the studio or, or fix the game. Uh, so that's, that's what they chose to do. It's, they just unreleased it. They said, uh, oops, too soon. Now, what they did yeah. is they assumed people were just going to play it because it was Amazon mm-hmm. Game Studios. It was a free to play mm-hmm. and they just thought, well, it's free to play. It's a multiplayer game. That's what's hot. Just release it. We'll have enough people and we'll kind of fix it as we go. Terrible idea. Did not work out at mm-hmm. all because there were too many holes in it. And that's mm-hmm. that's what happens when these these companies just want to push out a release and there's no, you know, actual soul. There's no substance to this adventure here, this this mm-hmm. crucible mm-hmm. game. And right. you know, it's you know, we we talked about it when it got released that it had a pretty bad reception. And it just got worse. Mm-hmm. The, the their play base yeah. died. So the whole idea of releasing a game and then adding all the features, you know, the the whole minimal viable product in video games. Oh yeah, it's a horrible yeah. idea. So uh, yeah. So if you guys are listening, game studios, knock it off because uh, stop doing yeah, that. It's it's messed up. So um, unless luckily, you want to unrelease your game, yeah, there you go. I mean, it's it's a good yeah. thing it was free to play because you know if people yeah. bought it, that this would be a problem, a bigger problem. But yeah, uh, speaking about train wrecks, Andy. All right, not not total mm. train wrecks, but uh, not yet. Uh, uh, stopping the train before it wrecks. That's that's what I think this is uh, going on here. But Amazon okay. Game Studios, their MMO New World, it's been delayed again until spring twenty twenty one. So now we're excited about this game, right? I think it's going to be a pretty good game, but the problem is mm-hmm. they months ago kind of switched directions and said, "Okay, this is going to be a, a really heavy PvP focused game," and then they thought, "Wait a minute, uh, we need people to stick around. We need PVE." People said, "Hey, why is yeah. there nothing else in this game?" 
So then they said, okay, mm-hmm. we're not going to have this open world PvP where you kill each other and loot each other's bodies and take all their stuff. We're going to calm mm-hmm. it down so we have a bit more longevity. We don't think we have enough people to play that hardcore game. So then yeah. they switch the focus and then they don't have enough time because there's no PvE. There's no content. There's like... Yeah. So I don't know. This this is terrible. It's like uh, it's like watching a chicken with their head chopped off, but only the chicken yeah. is in in charge of a video game, and <laughs> uh, and they're just like it's like where are you going, chicken? Where Listen, are you going? so it's just running, bleeding everywhere because because this game it, seems it's like a direction. mess. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's awful. I've yeah. never seen that. It's it's truly like a traumatic, like awful, terrible experience. Yeah. <laughs> Just yeah, so, so this is uh, just a quick uh, couple cents here from Polygon about mm. the, about this story. Uh, Amazon Game Studios announced Friday that it is delaying its massively multiplayer online game New World to spring 2021. It's a second delay for the New World this year. In April, Amazon pushed the game back from its original May launch window to August 25th. So, uh, uh, Rick... Lawrence, the studio director at Amazon Game Studios, said the developer delayed New World to 2021 based on player feedback. Wow. And the team's desire to create additional late game content for the MMO. My goodness, Andy, I don't know how this revelation took so long to come, but I'm glad Mm -hmm. it did before the release of the game. Yeah, again, right? Like, we just saw them and what they've uh, went through with Crucible, yeah, and, and maybe this was sort of like, man, you know, the writing's on the wall for us a little bit here. Maybe they, their play testers said, "Hey, this is not a good experience. We need X, Y, Z, you know, whatever it is." And in, in fact, it seems that they needed a, a, an actual fleshed-out PVE experience, right? Yes. So, um, I think it. I, I don't know. It, Good on them for delaying it. I, I would much rather see a game delayed than released in the state mm-hmm. that, yeah. again, we'll crucible, I guess. We'll yeah. say crucible just not to, to not pick on the same old, same old, right? The, yeah. <laughs> the dead horses that we've been. Uh, but, uh, yeah. yeah, it's it's a much better mm-hmm. outcome, I think, if you do that. But yeah, still, man, I mean, I think it just goes to show that games are not easy. Right. And for, you know, yeah. Amazon, a, a company like Amazon to just decide, hey, we can do that, too. I don't think it's that simple. And hopefully people are seeing that. So, yeah. And very few games can survive in the MMO genre because mm-hmm. the, their competition is stacked. Like, you know, like mm-hmm. World of Warcraft. That's a game that I've been playing forever. It's like yeah. 15 years old. And that's a lot of content to contend with. And yeah. I've been playing like this last month. Most of what I've been doing is stuff that came out mm-hmm. like six years ago. Like I'm in playing mm-hmm. the old content just for fun because there's stuff to do and I'm enjoying myself. And if you yeah. have a game that has like, you know, every two years they release the new expansion and that all that stuff is still there and accessible and there's cool stuff you could go back and earn. That's a lot of content to contend with. So if you have people who want yeah. to play PVE, MMOs, they come to New World, they're going to be disappointed because there was hardly any any content. And the way that they newly structured the PvP in the game, the organized large PvP stuff, it was just this weird like lottery system where you signed up to take place in this battle that happened like, I don't know if it was once a day or once a week, but it was like, if you want to do the end game PvP stuff, there's a yeah. pretty good chance that you couldn't even participate. Because you had to be chose randomly. It's like, what? Like, what are you doing? Yeah. So they, they had all right. kinds of holes in this game already. So the delay is good. Well, yeah. And, and I think it also, there's something to be said about uh, a company getting getting into a space like this, gaming. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, the perception, at least for me, is, oh, Amazon wants to get into gaming. I wonder why make yeah. money I suppose mm-hmm. and if that's your starting point right I want to get into this to make money then what hope do you have to put out a good product because the lens that you're creating with is profit versus someone like CD Project Red 
Uh, even DE, right? I, you know, lately I've been kind of, and we're, I think, going to talk about them here in a little bit. But, you know, DE, small publisher, they had a passion. Mm-hmm. We want to create, the, we have a vision for this game, right? And we yeah. want to create this experience, this art, this whatever. And then that's, and if it makes us money, great. And we'll use that money to make more awesome experiences, right? Yeah. When it's, when that create, when creativity is the lens that you're starting from, that's a completely different. I think that, that if you give us a wonderful experience that we can tell you cared about because it's polished and it's complete, mm-hmm. we will reward you with, with money. Yeah. But when you're, when your starting point is, we want you to give us money. Here's a game. It's like, well, no, yeah, no, you're not doing that's it right. not how this works, right? So, who knows? I may be wrong though. You're much smarter than and articulate well, than I am, Manny. I mean, my point there, Andy, would be that, like, you know, at the core, video games are very much art, and mm-hmm. y- you know, art isn't what you're getting in the drive-through at McDonald's, right? They're yes. just pumping it right. out, handing out burgers. You just go in there because you're hungry. Video games aren't the yeah. same way. People aren't just hungry mm-hmm. for a free-to-play, like, Battle Royale game. It has to be good. Yeah. It has to be real right. good. Um, sure. You know, the same thing with this whole MMO situation. You know, it has to be mm-hmm. a worthy, uh, uh, you know, something worth investing your time into. And yes. and you got to take the time to do it. And especially with Amazon, yeah. they have no excuse. They have so mm. much money. They have no excuse yeah. to to release something that isn't like ninety eight percent there, right? Ninety five percent, right? I mean, so yeah. The, so this delay is super positive. So there you go. Yeah, well, we'll see what happens. Yeah, I well. left the subreddit. I'll go back to it next year. So uh, <laughs> yeah, next up, Andy, Sony makes a massive investment into Epic Games. Yes. $250 million yes, do. investment. Woo. Dang, that's a lot of zeros, Manny. That sure is, dude. May that's I? a lot of McDonald's. May please, I this please. time, Manny? All right. From, Venture, from our friends at VentureBeat, Manny. Mm. Sony has invested $250 million for a minority stake in Fortnite maker Epic Games. The company's uh, announced, announced today. With the new money, Epic Games has raised... billion to date. That's a lot of zeros. Pretty good. The company said the deals, the deal cements an already close relationship and reinforces their shared goal to advance the state of the art in technology, entertainment, and socially connected online services, Manny. This close relationship was un, uh, un, underscored in May when Epic first showed the upcoming, un, upcoming Unreal Engine 5 graphics running on a pl- PlayStation 5. As the company itself has, has disclosed, Epic Games raised $1.58 billion in three previous funding rounds. In 2012, the company received $330 million investment from Tencent for a 40% ownership stake. Wait a minute. Whoa, massive. Under the yeah, versus uh, uh, Sony's what? Uh, what minority? Oh, I guess they didn't give us a percentage, right? Minority. No, state. no, but it, it's pretty small because of what they're worth now, right? I mean, yeah, well, right. well, later on the, in the article, it says uh, Sony is acquiring a one point four percent stake in Epic. Ugh. Yeah, dude. It's, yeah, that's money doesn't go as far as it used to, I guess. Right. <laughs> Under the deal, the investment <laughs> enables Sony and Epic to broaden their collaboration with Sony's portfolio of entertainment assets and technology and Epic's social entertainment platform and digital ecosystem. Think Fortnite's increasing use as a social space for the Epic Games Store to create unique experiences for con- uh, consumers and creators. The closing of the investment is subject to customary closing conditions, including regulatory approvals. Epic confirmed it will still be able to publish to other platforms. As noted, Sony is acquiring only a minority's part of Epic Games, and it is not acquiring a controlling stake in the company. Update, Sony is acquiring a 1.4% stake in Epic for $250 million, which means the deal values Epic Games at $17.86 billion. Boom. Drop the mic. Yeah, that's that's a lot of money. That's pretty good. So th- this is an interesting partnership, I think. 
And I think this is, mm-hmm. uh, it's, it's just a way for Sony to be able to share in some of Epic's technologies. Um, I mean, of course, there's always going to be licensings and things, but they kind of mentioned the whole, like, uh, you know, the, the whole, uh, Epic's social entertainment platform and digital ecosystem. They, they see mm-hmm. this as a positive move for them. Sony has a specific vision for whether they want to take, uh, PlayStation itself and not just games specifically, but the platform itself. So I think this investment is going to kind of help. And I think we'll see like results of this investment. Like, you know, a few years down the road, who knows what they're going to do. Um, mm-hmm. at the, at the end of the day, I don't think this is a, a massive deal because we're not going to see Epic making, uh, a lot of their technologies exclusive to Sony. I don't think that's going to happen. That would be the concern, right? Yeah. Yeah, that that would definitely be the concern, but but Epic is in the business of licensing their game engine. And mm-hmm. at the end of the day, like the article says, they're worth over 17 billion. So 250 million is just, you know, that's just dinner the for the office. So to speak. <laughs> Thanks for buying the office. Hey, Chipotle, <laughs> Wednesdays are back, guys. Yeah. Thanks, Sony. Thanks, Sony. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. That's just my initial take. But, mm-hmm. but what do you think, Andy? Do you think this is more, uh, uh, I guess, substantial than what it looks like on the surface? Yeah, man. When I heard the story... Mm-hmm. My concern was certainly like, what's the angle here, right? And of course, yeah. you know, like like any, I think, consumer, you start sort of having little little panic attack, right? A little anxiety. You start <laughs> thinking, wait, wait, does this mean? What if this means that uh, Unreal Engine Five will be exclusive to Sony? Like, oh my god, oh no, you know, this is yeah. how they're gonna fight uh, Microsoft. But yeah. like you said, right? When you look mm-hmm. at the 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 percentages, you're like, oh wow, 250 million is a lot of money. But when you compare it to 17 billion, you're like, well, what does that get you really? So I, that will be interesting to see. I don't. Th- it's like I'm on the same boat as you, right? I don't think this is going to mean anything in mm-hmm. terms of exclusivity. Maybe Sony gets like, I don't know, like they have been, right? Like a two week jump or a you know, one month jump on, you know, a DLC or a map or a, you know, an item in one of the games. But outside of that, it's hard for me to see how, what this translates to for us, the gamer, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, so still, still interesting nonetheless, but we'll see what happens in the future. Uh, This is a pretty fun story, Andy. Uh, Mm -hmm. Crisis Remastered. Uh, It had a leak and the leak make, Make the game makes the game look so bad that they decided to delay the release of the actual oh. reveal and the game yeah. itself. So yeah. this is this is pretty crazy. So this is from the Verge. Um, when Crytek announced that the remaster for the original Crisis would launch this year, fans were excited to see how much the game's legendary graphics would improve. But a leaked trailer has left so many fans disappointed with the graphical changes that Crytek has now pushed the game's release on PC, PlayStation 4, and Xbox One by several weeks. Now, first of all, uh, there's one more paragraph here. But pushing Mm. something back for weeks, what's that going to do? Like, that's not going to do any... That's not enough time to do anything. But uh, Crytek acknowledged the leaks... Uh, and the disappointed fans by promising to work on the game a bit more. The extra time until yeah. release will allow us to give Crisis Remastered up to the PC and console breaking uh, standard you've come to expect from Crisis Games. Wow. Mm. That's all it takes is a yeah. few weeks. That sounds amazing. And that was, well, that listen, was just a statement they gave. A few weeks is more than enough time to slap some lipstick on a pig, Manny, okay? That's it's, true. <laughs> <laughs> it'll be fine. It'll be fine. You know, so you that just, just tells us... I mean, that, that tells us what this remaster is, right? It's just yeah. tweaking some graphics, and that's it. Yes, yeah, Money, grab some money, yeah. Yeah, I, I think so, Andy. I think you hit it right on the... Uh, hit the pig right on the nose. That is... This is probably just some kind of money grab here. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. is that what people want? Like, what crisis? Here's the story with crisis. Crisis was known for uh, 
being a game that wasn't optimized very well. And the reason why that's significant is because it pushed the very high-end PC uh, uh, hardware to the limits. Mm-hmm. Like it would, it was a meme, right? It would melt your your motherboard. You know, your graphics card would cry every time you you booted up Crisis. All this stuff. At the end of the day, that just means Crisis wasn't optimized as well as it should have been. Me- nevertheless, mm-hmm. it was used as a benchmark to say can it run crisis right so that's that's the whole thing and that's that's the truth of it and that's basically a meme uh Mm -hmm. so they decided to remaster it and it looks like this is just pretty superficial it's all about visuals Mm -hmm. um because i mean really honestly what can you do in a couple of weeks so what a what a weird story i think just give it the madden treatment (laughs) <laughs> or, you know, FIFA or, you know, any EA sports game, you know, just yeah. turn up the, uh, the, uh, the color and the contrast, the sharpness, and then re-release it. <laughs> yeah. So this, this is kind of silly. And to me, this thing is dead before it's released because it yeah. just doesn't, uh, I don't see who would care to have this because I mean, crisis graphics today don't look great, but if you turn up the fidelity increase the pixel count or whatever you're going to do um, I don't see how it's going to make much of a difference but mm-hmm. I guess we'll find out yeah. soon enough we will we will but sir a- Andy here's a story that hits close to home buddy mm, close mm. to my home Manny because you 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 are physically incapable of playing this game that's true <laughs> yeah so uh, yeah. so 10 cents uh, they are in some exclusive talks to buy the Hong Kong gaming firm, uh, Laiyu. Uh, and, mm. and, okay, so who is Laiyu? We've talked about this a while back, Andy, but if you want to mm. give us this story from CNBC. From CNBC, Chinese tech giant tech, Tencent is an, is in exclusive talks to acquire Laiyu Technologies, the Hong Kong listed games developer announced on Friday. Laiyu has a number of subsidiaries which make video games. It It is most well known for Warframe, a title created by oh. subsidiary Digital Extremes. There you go, man. Oh my goodness, That's who Laiyu is. is. It has also announced plans to bring out a game based around the Lord of the Rings franchise. Wait a minute. Wasn't Amazon doing that too? Uh, uh, and yeah, is co-developing... Yeah. The upcoming title with Amazon's gaming division. There you go, man. Yeah, yeah. We covered yeah. this that particular story like months we ago. We did. But yeah. My my view is that it is looking for a buyer because its main service game Warframe suffered in 2019 due to a slow update cycle and new competition. He told CNBC by email Friday. Although it has a growth strategy for the title, it will need investment in development to drive engagement. I'm. Oh, uh, I don't know that it needs a ten cent uh, type of investment. Investment. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's my concern. <laughs> That's my concern, dude. Listen. Yeah. We talked about this off mic. Uh, I think a few nights ago. But ten cent and Warframe together mm. is like epic levels of bad. Right. That's like funny. This. This could turn out to be the worst microtransaction game <laughs> in the history of microtransaction Did you say Epic games. because Tencent owns 40% of Epic? That, dude, <laughs> look at that. Look at that. You picked up what I was putting down. Yeah. Uh, yeah, dude. Yeah. What are your thoughts first? Cause well, yeah, you're right. The first thing that I think of is, okay, yes, Warframe had a bad 2019. They did. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. They let people down in a lot of ways, like their rail jack mm-hmm. and, and just a lot of their stuff. It just didn't hit the high note that people nope. expected it to. And mm-hmm. it didn't hit uh, any kind of high note for long enough. It was like right. a flash in the pan if it was a flash. Uh, of course, the Warf- Warframe fans were excited to get anything from Digital Extremes because there's such mm-hmm. a love for that particular studio. But Mm -hmm. they already have a monetization, um, I guess, model where if if you're playing the game and you wanted to support them, you have as a player the opportunity to give them a good amount of money. 
And you can yes. do that in a short amount of time. Yes. So very easily. Yeah. So so yeah. if Tencent, if they buy them, they want digital extremes. They want the IP Warframe. And they're not going to do to invest this much money to get no return. Yes. So you're either going to have a uh, a Warframe that is going to be like put on mobile and it's going to be super microtransaction heavy where they're just going to look to make a lot of money on this on this very mm. recognizable title. Yeah. Or you're about to see Warframe and the studio Digital Extremes really changing directions and seeing like like a bungee level development for Warframe, mm -hmm. which yeah. may be positive, but it may kind of destroy what Digital Extremes has been. But whatever they're yeah. doing now isn't enough to make the money they need. So, no, uh, well, I mean, it's the game has gotten stale. I think yeah. is is the reality, right? Like sure. that's just uh, the 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 best way for me to sort of s state it, right? Um, yeah. There are people who I, look, and I've spent uh, a good amount of both time and money on that game, so I feel like I have some space to talk about it. Yeah, certainly there are people that listen to this podcast that have played it m way more than I have and have been involved in that universe for longer than me. But I have a really good amount of time in there. You know this. Yes. And across several uh, platforms, not just my console, but also, uh, or I'm sorry, not just my Xbox, but also uh, on the Switch, on the Switch too, my friend. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's um, right. So, I mean, I think that the, 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 the game has gotten stale, right? They, they, in the last several years, uh, I think DE just maybe, ran out of ideas, right? And they were just kind of trying to sort of push stuff out there that seemed like, oh yeah, here, look, here's a new frame. Here's uh, some story content. But it's it just hasn't hit the notes that um, uh, some of the other uh, expansions, in quotes, right? Because it's mm -hmm. free to play. But sure, some sure. of the other expansions that they've put out have just like taken that story to the next level, right? Like Hall of Fame levels of storytelling, right? Yeah. Um, and, and that just hasn't been the case. Railjack was an, I would, I would, uh, classify it as, uh, a s somewhat of a disaster, right? Uh, it did not bring the people back that, mm -hmm. that it anticipated. People weren't as excited about it, mainly because it was a buggy mess. Yeah. Um, and, um, and people are just burned out, man. I, <clears throat> I don't, well, I would not consider myself a player that's burned out. I've always played that game in seasons. It's just not really time for me to play right now, right? Sure. Um, and certainly with the, um, the troubles that they've been having, I don't, I don't see myself going back anytime soon. Tencent buys that company though. I mean, it's, we, I've talked about this before, right? We give digital extremes a pass on their microtransactions because it's a beloved company and it has been it's, you know, maybe up until recently, you know, the community started to kind of turn on them a little bit. But if we really break their microtransactions, uh, down and, and put them under the, the lens of scrutiny. Yeah. Bro, they're, it, it's, well, I've said it before, right? If, if EA did the exact same thing and I, I want to say Ubi did a very mm -hmm. similar thing. Uh -huh. <laughs> we would be we would be lambasting them. Now granted they're not free to play like games, but dude, the level of microtransactions in these games is like outlandish. For me to it's not just a booster. It's like literally Manny, it's like four or five different kinds of boosters that I need to buy and they're all very expensive, dude. Mm -hmm. They're not cheap. Yeah. Right? For for a, a thirty day booster, I mean, you're looking at if I'm I'm going off the top of my head, but I, I want to say like a twenty dollar investment. Yeah. This is for one booster, yeah. for for an XP booster, and then there's credit boosters, there's materials boosters, there's a booster for everything, dude. And they charge you money for every single one of those. So, you know, the you put a system like that into the hands of Tencent, man. Oof, I don't know, dude. I just don't like the. I don't like that mix. Yeah. Is what I'm saying. Yeah. And Black Desert kind of, uh, Black Desert Online suffers from some of the same stuff. Like, you know, mm -hmm. you end up 
playing, you know, if you want to play efficiently, you end up playing like, you know, it's like a monthly sub. And then yes. over time they add more and more and more and more. And it's like, you mm-hmm. know what? I'm spending 23 bucks a month now. It's like, wait a second. It's crazy. Yeah. And, and you, and you, you justify it to yourself in that way, right? You say like, oh man, it's, it's kind of like, you know, they do, they do this in wow. So yeah. It's basically like yeah. that. I'll just play it, you know, oh, yeah. and then, and, 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 and then you go down a rabbit hole, right? So. Yeah. And then next thing you know, it's like, you know, well, now I'm going to invest money in these other things that I can get. And, and it, because mm. it's not just about the boosters, there's other things you could use money with. So, so many other things, man. So yeah. many other things. It, it snowballs. Yeah. And then at the end of the day, for me, it's like, do I really want to play this type of game? Like I'm playing yeah. a video game here. It's for my entertainment. I prefer something that I could just yeah. buy and then go. Yeah. You know, or, you know, like, like Warcraft, mm-hmm. if it has a sub, I know yeah. how much is going to be. And I know how much is going to be like, you know, a year from now there's, yeah. there's uh, yeah, they have different services for the game and stuff, but they don't have like gold mm-hmm. boosters or XP boosters yeah. or whatever. It's like, you know, there, there's like, like, a, you know what you're getting for how much you're getting it for. And right. right. So, for sure. you know, because it, with Warframe, you may discover down the road well man maybe i should be paying for this too yeah and it's yeah. so i don't know man so and i do want to just one last thing because yeah. i don't want to just be like you know a naysayer sure, because sure. i love the game i've played it a lot you can everything in game you can get uh just by grinding but the grind is real so, <laughs> so, you know, just there's that caveat, but, but they, there's nothing in the game that you can't get from just playing the game right now as we speak. It, will that change with Tencent? You know, only time will tell, but we'll see, man. Um, yeah. but I, I don't know how soon we'll see. Well. We'll keep our, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll keep our ear to the ground. <laughs> yes. Man. Yes. And we'll keep, uh, reading CNBC for those, uh, great gaming news oh, articles. Don't say that. Don't Dude, say yeah, that. Yeah. That was the first CNBC article we've ever read. All right. Moving on. <laughs> uh, let's go back. Uh, let's see. What are we doing here? Okay. Yeah. The last story, Andy. Yeah. Ubisoft, yes. Ubisoft uh-huh. forward. They had this event, a digital events where they streamed, um, you know, it was a live stream showcasing a lot of upcoming titles. Andy, this thing was great, man. I was really excited yeah. to see it and they, they pulled it off. It looked fantastic, right? I Did mean, it. gold standard okay. level production. I thought it was fantastic. Nice. And the actual content, the games we saw, um, <laughs> dude, I'm excited. Nice. I am excited, dude. But but nice. let's, so would you say? So would you say really quickly? Would yeah. you say that this of all the events that we've seen over the summer, yes, or up to this point, is this one of the better ones? Because I know is, we've had some sort of duds. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So so Microsoft, Microsoft, wow, <laughs> Microsoft, uh, Xbox. We're gonna put them down on the very bottom, like okay. like you know that the, the uh, just not good. You have a lot to prove. Uh, right. Sony, when Sony did theirs, production value, the way it looked and felt, it was great as far as the content goes. It was okay. It was yeah. pretty good. It was right. pretty good for, uh, depending on what kind of fan you are. But it was so-so mm-hmm. as well. And that's kind of the general yeah. consensus. I, you know, I don't think I'm alone there. Uh, the Ubisoft, not only did it look great production value-wise, but at least four games that they showed looked top-notch, extremely excited nice. to get my hands on them. So, nice. yeah, so far, dude, they're riding pretty high. Very good, man. That's good oh, to yeah, hear. man. So, okay, this is from The Verge. Andy, do you want to take us through this article and we'll kind of park? We're just going to talk about four of the titles they talked about. Okay. And then okay. Uh, we'll we'll do that. I'll pause at each one. All right, dude, let's So from from The Verge, uh, Ubisoft, like many other video game companies, was able to host its typical in-person press conference at E3 mm. in June due to the COVID-19 pandemic. Sad times. Instead, oh, I'm sorry, wasn't. My yeah. bad. I said was. <laughs> was unable. Uh, instead, it hosted a digital event on Sunday called Ubisoft Forward, revealing more about its biggest upcoming games. Those included Assassin's Creed Valhalla, 
Watch Dogs Legion, its newly announced uh, Battle Royale shooter, Hyperscape, Far Cry 6, and more. The company says it also plans to hold another Ubisoft Forward showcased later this year. Far Cry 6. After a tease on Friday, Ubisoft officially announced Far Cry 6, the next game in the hugely popular series. Far Cry 6 takes place on the tropical island of Yara, and the role of the villain will be played by Giancarlo Esposito. Uh, I love that guy, by the way. Who you may know as Gus Fring. There you go. From Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul. Uh, the series is known for focusing on its villains rather than protagonists, but Esposito is the first actor widely known for playing a strong villain to make, to take on the video game role. Ubisoft says Far Cry 6 will be available on February 18th, 2021 for PlayStation 5, PlayStation 4, Xbox Series X, Xbox One, PC, and Google's Stadia cloud gaming service mm. so far cry 6 manny so the only thing we got was mm. um uh it was like a cinematic trailer it looked like mm -hmm. an in-game trailer it it looked fantastic it was great mm -hmm. it was like like a short story right real real cool um you know so we got to kind of see the, the you know it was set up for us right um mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. looks great i'm excited I, i'm pretty intrigued I haven't played a Far Cry game in a very long time. I don't even remember the number on the Far Cry game that I played last. It yeah. was it wasn't well, even my game. It was my brother-in-law's game. Uh, they're hugely popular, though. I mean, people that love them love them. Yes, so. they're they're very popular. Mm -hmm. Now this this stream happened today. I had a chance mm -hmm. to watch it live, and you haven't had a chance to watch it, right? I have not, sir. No. Yeah. So so I would yeah, there. All of these like announcements, they have their own YouTube video, just a couple minutes for each one, so you don't have to watch the whole presentation. Uh, mm -hmm. But I would encourage you to, if you're interested in Far Cry, go check the trailer out. It's pretty dope. Um, I, I, it just looks good, man. It looks really good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, and I imagine with a uh, an actor like. Uh, Giancarlo Esposito, mm -hmm. the type, the character type he typically plays, I can already imagine the 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 setting. It, it, the, he's also in the Mandalorian, by the way, not just Breaking Bad. He's also That's in the Mandalorian. Right. He's he's the Tie Fighter. Uh, 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 what do you call it? Storm, not Stormtrooper, but it seems like he's got Jedi. He has Sith powers, right? Wait, does he? Well, shoot. Now I'm confused because well, I'll He had the sword. Yeah, he had the sword. He had the sword. He did. He had the sword when he cut himself out of the TIE fighter. Okay. Um, yeah, dude. It, lo it looks great, man. I'm, I'm pretty excited. Yeah. So yeah, I can't, I can't wait to see it. I have not, again, admittedly not seen the trailer, mm -hmm. but I can already imagine. Dude, it, sure it, I think it's worth pouring yourself a, a, a glass of bourbon, sitting down, mm. taking five minutes out of your day. Maybe uh, go outside, light a cigar, and Ooh. then watch it. Okay. All right. Do so it. we're playing Scarface. That's what you're saying. Let's go, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Assassin's Creed. Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Manny. Ubisoft announced that its Norse-inspired Assassin's Creed Valhalla, which it, it first showed off uh, in April, will launch on November 17th for Xbox One, PlayStation 4, PC, and Google Stadia. The company also shared a new gameplay trailer for the Viking-themed game, which you can watch on YouTube. Mm -hmm. uh, my colleague, uh, Chaim uh, Gartenberg, recently, or maybe it's Came, I don't know, uh, recently got to spend three hours with the title, and he says it should feel very similar to fans of uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey and Assassin's Creed Origins. At the end of today's trailer, Ubisoft noted that the game is coming soon to next-gen consoles. So, current-gen only for now. Yeah. It was it was a very nice. good presentation for this as well. Uh, mm -hmm. I liked it. And what... Uh, so, so there's gameplay. People played it for a few hours. Uh, Ubisoft actually flew people out to play this game, along with, with these other some of these other games, too. And so there's YouTube videos out of people giving their impressions. But overall, it seems as though the feel of the game is very close to Origins as far as like combat and stuff. Now, you do get all kinds of new combat moves and, and different things. You can use, you know, mix and match different weapons however you want to. There's a lot of freedom. The enemies look uh, like they've been kind of revamped where they kind of uh, 
there's this one scene where they teamed up together to hold you down and to grab you to do some unique stuff, uh, picking up rocks in the environment and throwing them at you and stuff like that. So it looks like there's just like a deeper, more immersive experience that looked better. So I'm mm-hmm. pretty excited about it. And of course, obviously there's uh fireworks going off, uh, in my, around my house in case anybody hears banging. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it looks fantastic. And of course, of course the entire game is new, right? It's all this whole Viking thing. And whenever we went over it, when we uh, had an episode that was pretty much all about Valhalla or a lot of it was you, you're, it's all about going in and doing these different raids and stuff. And, and there's different types and encounters, big ones and small ones to where you're bringing stuff back to kind of build up your own home, your farm, your little settlements. Um, but it looks great, man. I am, I am so excited to get my hands on it. And, um, I think it's going to be a home run, dude. I think it's going to be mm-hmm. really, really good. Yeah. Well, the other two haven't, haven't disappointed. Right. So, Yes, they're and definitely they've been well received critically too. Yes, very much so. Mm-hmm. So, uh, let's see. Hyperspa- hyperscape, hyperscape, hyperscape. Ubisoft announced that. Yeah, I want to say space. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Ubisoft announced that its upcoming battle royale shooter, Hyperscape, will enter open beta starting today. Oh my gosh! Where where Yay. are we not playing that? What is this? Yes, Hyperscape is a futuristic battle royale. Explore Neo uh, Arcadia's streets and rooftops for intense firefights, cat and mouse chases, and unprecedented verticality. Reminds me, that sounds to me like uh, original Titanfall. Yeah. Play solo or in a squad, looting unique weapons and rule-bending hacks to define your playstyle, adapt to random game-changing effects, fight to be the last one standing, or take the crown to claim the victory. There you go, Dude. Manny. Yeah, man. Um, this is, yeah, it's an open beta as of right now. So that's great. I haven't mm-hmm. had a chance to download it yet, but I'm definitely going to, I think this is going to be a great game to play, Andy. It looked really, really good. It looks, you know, it's a battle royale game with their own type of style. It's kind of futuristic a little bit, like, you know, 50 mm-hmm. years down the road, something like that. And it has this whole backstory and whatever, kind of irrelevant. So what? Um, because it's a battle royale. So, um, mm-hmm. there, there's, there's, uh, people playing it now. You can see it being played right now. And I think mm-hmm. it looks pretty fun as far as a battle royale goes. I, I kind of, I, mm-hmm. I started to like that. Um, you know, as soon as the, the, um, uh, what was it? The battle royale we started to play, not uh, Fortnite, not Call of Duty. Call of Duty. There you go. I, I don't know why I couldn't think yeah. of that. But, but when they first mm-hmm. came out with their battle royale, that was a lot of fun. And I kind of, you know, got interested in it, but the whole battle royale genre to me kind of got played out a lot. You're talking about blackout specifically, though, right? Yeah, blackout they, specifically. Right, they now have Warzone, and now they have Warzone. Yeah, and I played a bit of Warzone, and it to me, yes, it felt okay. better in in just about every way. But I just, I don't know. Maybe I'm just not a battle royale yeah. fan because there's there's no right. like because uh, you know after every match it just resets. So what becomes yes. important is just like a number rank whatever yeah. or maybe just getting yeah. the rush of victory whatever i don't know right uh, i yeah it's it's just not my type of game this looks pretty good right. and i think i want to install it and and give it a go Ooh. man because because yeah okay. i did have a lot of fun in blackout Hmm. yeah yeah well i mean you know is it free to play right that's my first yeah. question free to play um and oh nice okay well yeah they are gonna oh, do like season pass and things like that and I think if you sign up and you play now, you get the first season pass for free, I think. Uh, I could be remembering that wrong because I was just reading through their website earlier today. And um, so, yeah, but it looks it looks good. It looks fun. It doesn't look like, you know, Valorant came out and made a huge, huge splash. But mm-hmm. its scope is so narrow that if you're not that into that type of multiplayer game, you're not going to enjoy it at all. Uh, but yeah. Hyperscape looks to have more of a broad appeal. So, well, I, you know, I think it might be we worth should checking get in out. there. Yeah, we'll dude, give it a whirl. Check it out, dude, for sure. 
back at video games. Um, <laughs> Watchdog, yes. Watchdogs Legion, Manny. Mm. Ubisoft announced that Watchdogs Legion will launch on October 29th on Xbox One, PlayStation 4, PC, and Google Stadia, and shared some footage from the game in a new gameplay trailer. The game takes place in London, and the big change from previous Watchdog titles is that you can recruit any NPC in the game as a playable character. My colleague, Chame, also got to spend mm-hmm. three hours with Watchdogs Legion, uh, Watchdogs Legion recently, uh, and he said that despite the huge number of NPCs you can play as, many of them feel the same. Similar, similarly to Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Ubisoft said the game is coming to soon to the next gen consoles. So, uh, mm. sounds like just sort of copy paste, copy pasta with the uh, well, NPCs, maybe. That that was his because this is the whole gimmick with Watchdog Legions is that you know you have this this large diverse population and you can basically mm. recruit any NPC you see to kind of be on your team and you could play as them and they're all mm-hmm. different and and I completely based on what I saw this dude played it for three hours and that was his one comment great uh, mm-hmm. based on what I saw today from the gameplay it doesn't look that way at all. It looks as though really? if you want to play as an old lady, then you're basically going to be a, like, you know, stun gunning people and stuff. They also <sighs> showed this one dude that was kind of a, a drunk brawler that did more damage the more drunk he got. And then oh, they wow. showed this other dude that was kind of like a mechanic guy. And like, you know, just, just it was a diverse a group of people all with their own uh, skills and stuff. And it looked playing one character to the next looked completely different. So I don't know what he's talking about as far as them all feeling the same maybe they felt the same i don't mm-hmm. know but dude right. the, the show started off with a pretty cool digital short of watchdog legions that kind of tells the story really well done it looked really really good it kind of got me in the mood mm-hmm. and then they talked nice. about the the different systems and what you're going to do and then they showed gameplay dude and the uh-huh. gameplay looked good it looked fun and mm-hmm. i think i walked away from this being more excited about legions than valhalla and I totally what? didn't expect that. Yeah, it, Are you it, kidding it me just right looks now? like it's gonna be. Yeah, dude, it looks like it's just gonna be a super fun game that looks uh-huh. really good. So, I mean, wow. obviously, this is just my first impression from seeing this yeah. uh, level of gameplay that they showed. But uh-huh. you know, I I'm I'm very excited to see more, and I definitely want to play this game. But it, it looks it looks fantastic, man. I was pretty impressed. Nice, dude. Nice. Well, look, I can't wait to check out all of these trailers now. Yeah. With, yeah, for with sure. Cigar I think definitely and some worth bourbon. looking at. Yes, and some bourbon. There you go, dude. There you go, man. So that nice, was uh, that was Ubisoft's, um, their, their Ubisoft Forward. Kind of a funny, funny name, I guess. Um, yeah, right. but it was, is definitely worth a watch and a lot of exciting stuff coming, coming out of Ubisoft. And I think I'm going to predict that Ubisoft is going to have a really, really good year, man. Uh, this year and the beginning of the next. Well, let's hope Manny, because 2019, as we know, <laughs> it's been a real stinker. Well, you know, For they the tried their part. hand at the 10 cent model. Of yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and there is just just to, just to kind of drop this by. There has been a lot of uh, crazy stuff coming out of Ubisoft as far as like uh, uh, sexual harassment complaints and all kinds of stuff. Mm. And the high high executives are getting permanently fired, and Oof. it looks like Ubisoft is really trying to clean house like big time. Oh. Lots of people losing their jobs. Um, because of these accusations hopefully they get substantiated properly and people end up seeing some jail time for yeah. for uh, these inappropriate hey. things but um you can't bring shenanigans to the office manny that's right so that's right there we go buddy that was that was our show man All right. well i'm glad that we were able to get together this week manny thank you yeah me too man it's it's been busy for me too i've been i've been working a lot like mandatory overtime almost every day you know i'm scheduled yeah. to get up at 4 30 i get off at nine o'clock not cool yeah so no hey and it, listen it's the, uh-huh my gaming attic isn't gonna build itself manny 
Okay. That's true. My gaming scuttle hill. <laughs> if you want me to I play guess. WoW with you, you need to be ready for my That's arrival. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, dude. I at least got to get you a blow-up mattress. But, uh, you Something. know, working working long hours for the post office isn't too bad. What's bad is the humidity, dude. Being outside in that for oh, this long, oh, it kills yeah. me. So, yeah. It's rough right now, dude. It's rough down here in Texas with the humidity, too. Mm, yeah. Yeah. yeah, so that that's my only real complaint. Like if I if I have to work late, whatever. But but uh, these weather conditions are bad. Um, I think it was Monday, maybe it was Monday, maybe it was Wednesday. You know, we had to send a carrier to the hospital for heat exhaustion. So yeah, dude, I believe it, it, man. I believe it, bro. Yeah. Well, well don't my be that friends, man. You drink water. Yes, I drink. I drink like a gallon of water at least. And I take Good. some electrolyte pills to keep myself nice and salted. But you uh, to, bro. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, you know, guys, thanks for listening. Thanks for hanging out with us this week. Uh, take care of yourselves for sure. Uh, if you want to come hang out with us, just go to the gamingadventureclub.com slash discord. Jump on in. Become a part of the community. Uh, special thanks to everyone that is supporting us on Patreon. We really appreciate it. Thank you so much for mm-hmm. paying the bills for us. And until next time, my friends, have an adventurous week. Take care of each other.